Hi, I'm George Tekmachov. Time for Easton Target podcast number 174 with our special guest, the CEO of USA Archery, world field champion of 2008, Rocket Rod Menzer. Rod, thanks for joining us today. Uh, my pleasure, George. Thank you. Hey, Rod, we've got an exciting uh, week ahead for USA Archery here in the United States, where uh, over the past, I'd say, 45 days or so, we've had a number different locations um, put yeah. on the USA Archery Indoor Championship, um, yeah. all of which were in-person events. It wasn't a virtual event. But it's kind of a mail match in that, you know, you get together with your uh, local region event and then everything uh, counts toward that national championship. However, uh, I know this has been a goal of yours for some time. You're going to have mm -hmm. a grand final, which takes place yes. on Thursday in Louisville, Kentucky. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, you know, we created the indoor final. Um, well, geez, now. Well, probably five years ago, I guess. And uh, it is something that, um, you know, we wanted to make the our indoor nationals um, a little bit more legitimate um, as a national championship and uh, to mean something. And so we added a final uh, to the uh, to the event. I mean, your national champions are those that participated at the um, 13 locations, um, you know, this year. And so that, that, that doesn't change, but the indoor final, um, we've got some really good prize money, um, for that event. And, uh, it is something that usually, uh, people show up for our indoor nationals to try and make this, uh, last group, the top eight. And it's usually incredibly competitive. Um, and that was no different this year. And they shoot for some, again, really good prize money, 8,000 bucks for first place. Yeah, $65,000 um, total prize pot for this yeah. for uh, all the places. And um, I, I guess if you're in it, you get some money, right? I mean, there's, there's absolutely every single person in top eight, you just have to show up and, and you're going to get, you know, enough to cover your hotel room. So that's great. And, um, you know, but if you win your first match, just one match, you're guaranteed a thousand bucks. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so prize money for recurve and compound goes 8,000 for first, 4,000 for second, 2,000 for third, 1,000 for fourth, you know, and it just kind of keeps going down. So five, 400, 300, 200, and then uh, barebow. And once again, I have to thank Lancaster Archery. They are the sponsors for the barebow and the prize money. Um, so, I really have to uh, thank them as well as Cam for doing the broadcast for us. They've been incredibly generous and uh, really appreciate it. So the Bearbro prize money is, is really nice for, um, for those. That's a combined division though. So that's men and women combined and it's uh, 2,500 for first, uh, 1,250 for second, 650 for third, 500 for fourth, and then 250 for the, for the uh, last four spots. Um, but it's nice that they get a chance to, um, again, shoot for um, some prize money, which is, is fantastic. And as we know, Barebo, uh, the folks are really passionate. They've been showing up and, and um, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, Rod, one of the things that really strikes me is the same thing that struck both of us when we saw the Vegas shoot this year. And that is just how surgent the youth have become. <laughs> yeah. in our sport, you know, and, and that's yeah. absolutely the case in all of these categories. Yes. Um, you know, we're really, it's very tough competition, to be honest. Um, you're looking at, uh -huh. just look at the recurve bracket to start with. You know, we've got yeah. the youth, you got the youth Olympic games champion, Trenton Cowles. 
Correct. From, from California. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, he finished ahead of Brady Ellison. He uh, did. Yes. You know, Brady, shot- you know, con- continues to be ranked in the world uh, among the very top. But uh, Trenton shot one point ahead of Brady. Yeah. I mean, Trenton is a a very good shooter. And he's one of that, boy, I mean, Texas A&M. I mean, you look at Texas A&M, you also have, um, you know, his teammate down there in eighth. Um, I, I will butcher his name. Um, you might do better than I will. Um, and I apologize for that. But, uh, you know, again, it's, great. It's, it's Venugo Paul Kuna Havkam. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I, I, and I he's apologize. from Huntington. He's from Huntington Beach. Yes, and again, he's he's an A and M. So it's it's great they get to shoot you. I mean, you look at the that's a stacked team they have at Texas A. Oh yeah, and they've got and, Casey Coffold so, joining them this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her brother's there. I mean, there's 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 some really good shooters there, and and um, it's showing up in this uh, in the bracket. So it's yeah. nice. Um, Jackson Jackson Mirich from Phoenix, um, yes. who is uh, Dick Tone's student. Uh, he's right. going to be very good shot. Yep. Yeah, he qualified third. Jack Williams, of course, um, with an 1172, was uh, fourth. Yeah. You know, Jackson's an up-and-coming guy. Um, yes. I, I know that, uh, obviously, we're looking at a situation here where <laughs> I think, I don't know how the brackets work out, but uh, we could be seeing another Jack Williams versus Brady Ellison uh, kind yes. of match, potentially. You could, you could but, I, you know, Jackson and Trenton and uh, Joe and Justin, I mean, Christian, um, they're going to give them a run. No question. Nobody's going to have it easy, especially with set, right? It's set points. Our our old world field teammate, Joe McGlynn, is in fact fifth (laughs) with a score of 1170. Yes. Uh, Joe is, yeah, it's it's a relief to see an old dog (laughs) (laughs) among the the kids here. Yeah. you yeah. know, Joe, by far the most experienced shooter in this group, um, you know, with all due respect to Brady, Joe was shooting before Brady was born. So you're looking, <laughs> you know, yes, <laughs> Joe won yeah, the team it, gold at the 2001 World Archery Championship uh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, it's um, it's and great then, to see him there. I mean, he was a resident athlete uh, when he was leaving the resident athlete program, actually, when I arrived into the resident athlete program. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Under Nancy Myrick back in the day. Right. right. And um, sixth place is the 1996 Olympic champion, Justin Hewish. How remarkable is that? Um, to be honest, the guy's just good. Um, and it's great to see him continue. I mean, he's, what's really sad is he's getting better. Yeah. You would think, no, but I mean, he is. He's competitive in everything right now. And he still has a, a phenomenal release. He's a great guy. Um, everybody loves shooting with him. You know, it's just, uh, he's, it, it, I, I love seeing him there. Uh, he's, he, he's such a, uh, um, again, he's just welcoming. He's welcoming to everybody around him. And, um, it's really good to see, uh, folks, um, also have the respect for the double gold that he brought, um, from Atlanta, which is pretty amazing. It's amazing that the guy hasn't seemed to have aged very much at all. No, no. No, um, very talented. And then you've got um, a gentleman from Piedmont, California, Christian Stoddard, um, yeah. who's so a he USAP was, member. Yeah, he was in our red program last year, and he's going to yeah. be in our national elite program this year. So, 
it, it's great to to see you know some uh, folks moving up from the, in that program as well. But again, you know some youngsters in here, so you know you get half half veterans and half youngsters. It's so funny because you even look at Jack, right? Jack, people are like, oh, Jack's been around a while, and and even Brady, like they've been around a while. Um, I mean, Brady being the old veteran there, and he's still not that old. You know, he's right. got a lot left in him, and Jack is still a youngster. You know, and he, who is he, twenty two, I think. So, um, there's, it, it is great to see the the um, the young men in that. And the same with the young women on the side for the recurve. So yes, and speaking of the women, we've got um, Tokyo 2020 Olympian, 2021 World Archery Championship silver medalist Casey Coffold of Lancaster, yes. Pennsylvania, first place qualifier with a comfortable ten point margin. Yeah, she's a phenomenal indoor shooter. I mean, I think she was just, you know silver. I think in World Indoor Final um, last year. I mean, she's just she's just. She's good, just good. And, you know, another Texas A&M, right? So she's going to Texas A&M, so. Yeah, yeah, which sounds like yeah. a great choice on her part. Um, right. She's right got after... a teammate there, too, that's, that's, that's going to be competing. Another Lancaster uh, kid who was actually silver in 2020, which is um, Alyssa Arts. So, right. you know, it's tied, great. Tied to for sixth her. place. Yeah, yep. So yeah, we've got uh, right behind Casey is Eunice Choi of Georgia. She's uh, in there with an eleven sixty, and she's yeah. the under twenty one indoor national champion for the past couple of years, finishing yes. the twenty twenty one season right on top of the rankings for the under twenty ones in the U.S. Somebody yep. with a, a bright future ahead, I would imagine. Absolutely, yep. Very pleasant young lady, Molly Nugent of Arizona, and uh, Jordan uh -huh. Marie Miners of Texas are third and fourth. You know, um, interesting thing on Jordan, it, my understanding is she got started on archery because she looked like the girl in Brave, you know, oh, really? a little redhead. And, and um, but yeah, she was on, uh, you know, she's 17 and she was a world youth um, team. So um, again, a very talented young lady. But yeah, it's funny that that's how she actually got started in uh, archery is, you know, people said, well, you have to try it because you look like the little girl in Brave. So <laughs> I heard the same story from uh, the compound lady that won the world indoor final in Vegas, Ella Gibson from GBR. Oh, really? Uh, she was inspired by that movie, too. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a funny thing, but we've done a lot of things to grow and to do different um, things with our with our membership. But uh, last year, um, I had a a group of young ladies that were shooting in our uh, Wisconsin state indoor, one of the national indoor locations, because again, we kind of uh, spread them out last year and there were four of them at the end. And I asked if I could have a chance to chat with them. And I asked them all kind of how they got into it. Like what, what motivated them to try archery and all four of them literally said the movie brave. We need to lobby for a sequel or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, I thought that was absolutely awesome. Uh, Molly Nugent, who's um, third, by the way, she won the yep. gold at the 2021 Field Nationals and won the Schenck Award for the highest cumulative scores, a prestigious award for the recurves uh, in the archery, uh, USA Archery Indoor Field and Target Nationals. Yeah, she's um, definitely no slouch, obviously, being in third there. So yeah. And, and Jordan Marie, as you mentioned, uh, she had a top 10 finish at the 2021 World Archery Youth Championship. So she's yes. got a 
serious uh, career ahead of her. Erin Mickleberry from Washington State, who had a pretty good run uh, headed toward the Olympic Games, didn't quite make the team, but uh, finished high in the rankings. Yeah, uh, She qualified fifth for the Nationals. Erin, of course, uh, winner of the team gold at the 2019 Pan Am Games. She's been on uh, several USA uh, teams for the last 10 yes, years. Yes, she has. She's a steady veteran right there. A couple of uh, other shooters. You mentioned Alyssa Arts. Uh, Alyssa was uh, tied for sixth with Liberty Hoffmaster of yes. Iowa. Yep. Um, and uh, as you also alluded to, uh, Alyssa is the reigning indoor final silver medalist. Correct. Uh, behind them by far was uh, Emily Nelson of Ohio. Emily finishing the qualifiers at 1132 uh, for the final spot. So that is, uh, again, a, a youth-packed group, really, for the it women's is. recurve for the most part. I, yep. I guess Aaron would be the uh, elder statesman among the rest of the ladies in that group. Right, exactly. Uh, she is, it's just funny, uh, because she's, um, you know, I call her, you know, veteran, but um, yeah, she's not an old lady. She's just, <laughs> no, she's, no. she's by no means, she's, she's certainly youthful herself, right, but, right. but yeah, in that group, I mean, you know, <laughs> compound men and women, we've got a mix, um, of, oh, of yes. youth, of youth and experience and the top dog, the most grizzled top dog, another one of our teammates from, uh, the world field championships that you and I both competed in was, uh, yes. Dave Cousins. Yes. Uh, World champion, former world number one, Dave Cousins, seated first with an 1195, yeah. which is pretty, pretty remarkable shooting. You know, I don't know if people truly understand how good those scores are. I mean, we had, I mean, Braden was fourth dropping eight of the tens, right? Yeah, Braden um, Galantine, right. I mean, it, it is absolutely amazing the scores that are shot and, and, you know, Dave, you know, dropping five. I mean, wow. Well, here's um, what's remarkable, right? 15 points separated the top 15 archers from the combined ranking rounds. Yeah. yeah. That tells you everything right there. A single yeah. point making the difference among those shooters, really. And yeah. um, you had a three-way tie for eighth place, two-way tie did. for second place. Yeah. Um, and that two-way tie is between Chris Schaff of Montana and Kyle Douglas of uh, not too far away from me here in Utah. Yes. And, you know, Chris, uh, a World so Cup Kyle's, champion. Kyle's defending champion. Yeah, from exactly. From the last time we held it. So, yeah. And two-time Vegas champion. Absolutely. So, Kyle Douglas, the indoor uh, reigning indoor final champion. He'll be eager for, for another shot at gold this year. Chris Schaff, yeah. a World Cup champion, world ranked number four right now. Chris um, is good, just good all around. Um, yeah, really solid, really solid yeah. shooter. Very, very uh, calm fellow from. Absolutely, and of, and of course Kyle can shoot anything. So yeah. I mean, any yeah. type of style and stuff. He's he's a phenomenal shooter. Yeah, he's remarkable as well. Speaking of remarkable, you've got the most decorated archer in World <laughs> Cup history. Yeah. Uh, currently seated fourth, he's world ranked number three, world indoor champion. It's Braden Gallantine from Massachusetts and. Uh, Braden doesn't that, age. No, I don't know much. if you've noticed that he he I does have. not age, and um, he never um, disappoints when it comes to um, shooting these little tiny baby tens. You know, he is a phenomenal shooter, indoor and out. Um, you know, he really, also entertains a crowd really well. Yeah, he does. He's he's a crowd favorite, no question. 
Yeah. Um, you know, but all of them, I mean, they're, whew, they're tough. That's pretty tough. Well, speaking of tough, you've got the world field champion and three-time world cup final champion indoors, yeah. Jesse, the freak show Broadwater, who's ranked fifth Jesse from Florida. He's won and, this event a couple of times. So, um, you know, I'm sure he'd love to have another trophy to uh, add to that. Absolutely. And, you know, every name we've named can win this thing. I mean, yes, that's yeah. that's the thing to keep in mind here. There's there's no dark horses here. Jace Boyles from uh, Kentucky. We've seen yeah, him University the of Cumberland's another yeah. collegiate archer. Um, yeah. He had the second highest X count in Vegas. Um, you know, pretty, pretty stout young man. Uh, so yeah and, and he's sixth that's the yeah. crazy thing tied for sixth with yeah. Tate morgan another guy that we always see in the vegas shoot down yes. um they both had 1183 uh, and as you mentioned yeah, jace yep. uh, does shoot for the university of the cumberlands tate morgan won the gold in 2020 in the indoor world series um in world archery's indoor world series in 2020 yeah and then yep. um just making the tiebreaker cut was eli hughes of north carolina um, a three-way tie for eighth place, and Eli came out on top in that. So, yeah, really another at former world push. field team member, you know, yeah. huge. Um, Denny's only twenty-two, so just incredible talent in that group of eight. Absolutely, and Absolutely. no less Absolutely. talent. I mean, really, you know, consider the compound women's bracket here, Rod. I mean, yep, talented <laughs> shooter after talented shooter, and again, heavy on the youth. Um, you know, yes, starting out with Paige Pierce from California, Paige ranked number one, um, real close to her national record. Um, yeah. Paige is a world field champion, she's an indoor so funny. We've team champion, we've all seen Paige um competing for what seems like forever, but yet she's, she's young. I mean, like. <laughs> Absolutely. People don't realize how young Paige is. It's it's amazing. Um, and Paige so has been good. undefeated since you implemented the indoor final. Yep, she's won every one. And usually she was facing Alexis Ruiz in the final. Well, this time they won't face each other in a final um, because if they both make it to the semis, they face each other there. Right, they could meet in the semifinals. And right. uh, so it'll be different this year probably. But Correct. with Alexis ranked fourth right now, you've got uh, Alexis Ruiz of Glendale, Arizona, by the way. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of new talent in this group. Um, to start with, the star of the Vegas shoot, 14 years old, the youngest archer to ever score. She's a 15 now, George. I think okay. she's 15 now. Fine. Yeah. But she was four. Actually, you know what? I don't think so because she was 13 when she won Vegas. Maybe, Last but year. I think, but I think she just turned. But I could Vegas, be wrong. Either way, Vegas was in April. <laughs> Vegas was in April, so she was thirteen. Either way, yeah, yeah. Lico is who we're talking about. Correct. Um, Ariala, yeah, Lico Ariala. She's, I believe, to be fifteen at the moment, and I apologize if she's only fourteen. She I'll bet you she's fourteen. It's yeah. okay. But yeah, you she, don't want her getting mad at you, right? No, no. <laughs> but. I mean, go to Vegas and shoot two nine hundreds um, as a as a youngster and do it solid. I mean, just solid. Anybody who watched a video of her shooting in Vegas knows how good she is and uh, where her mental game is and and just her talent level. Um, so she is a, a phenomenal young lady. Um, 
her parents are, are super wonderful. I mean, you, you couldn't ask for better people. And um, she always makes a trip from uh, Hawaii. So, you know, it's always great to, to see her and, and see her competing because what a talent. It is just unbelievable to see her composure under pressure. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, we're going to see some excitement when she steps to the stage, you know, with the accomplishments that she's had this year already. Yes. And, yes. Uh, you know, third place is somebody familiar to my usual co-host of the uh, podcast, Steve Anderson, his wife. And yeah, the way, better half. Way better half. Way better half. <laughs> Linda Ochoa Anderson yes. of Utah, qualified yeah. third, um, highly decorated archer, lots of uh, indoor podium she finishes. Is. Uh, I remember very clearly um, seeing her podium in Nîmes at the European Indoor when she was still yeah. shooting for Mexico. Um, then we've got some uh, some other folks. We've got a 15-year-old, Olivia Dean from New Jersey. Yeah, another Lancaster Joad kid, and she sh um, shot a national record for the U18. Um, you know, I mean, 15 years old, pretty pretty amazing. She's so, coming up, uh, you know, really well, and and uh, another person with a track toward a great career. Um, I mean, fifteen years old. Yeah. After her ranked sixth is the world field champion, the European Games champion, the silver medalist of the 2021 Shunde Archery World Cup final. That is, of course, Toya Ellison. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brady's wife, uh, Toya is the world number three women's compound archer right now. So a heavy hitter for sure. Yes. Seventh is uh, Kaylee Gurney of Utah. Amazing how many shooters are coming out of Utah. Yeah. Another 14 year old. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just seventh place right now. Another one to keep an eye on. Uh, Kaylee qualifying through the final with an 1163, two points ahead of another person from Utah, Mackenzie Weatherspoon, uh, yes. another member of the U21 USAT. Yeah, another wily 18-year-old. Wow, she's a veteran, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, scary. Yeah, Mackenzie's great, too. She's uh, so outgoing and uh, pleasant, a very, very nice young lady. You know, I, I would say that that is absolutely the case for every single one of the ladies that we have mentioned. They're all... Yep possessed of really nice personalities, really good um, ambassadors for our sport, in my opinion, Rod. Absolutely. No question about it. Okay. Absolutely. So we talked about the compounds. We talked about the recurves. And uh, of course, one of the things that has uh, been made possible by Rob Coffold and Lancaster Archery Supply is that you've got a, a full lineup of bare bows and yes. uh, it's a combined division. Mm -hmm. um, again, they're going head to head for their own prize package. And some of these names are names we know, some of them are not, but I will say that by the time this thing finishes, what is it about bare bow rod that seems to bring the irrepressible personalities to the fore? What's up with that? <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, they're just passionate. Um, and I love that. Um, uh -huh. You know, to, I don't, that's probably an understatement saying they're passionate, but, but they truly are. And um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, there's, you know, fawn, uh, qualified third and she was there in 2019 and made a fun fun Gerard of Ohio Fon Gerard yeah she is good and I I if 
I'm, I'm telling you, John Denver is going to have to face her if she makes it through and if he makes it through to the semifinals. And that will be a phenomenal match to watch. And, and um, I mean, it really will. So it, it's, yeah. it's, there's going to be some excitement there for sure. So you've got Grayson Partlow of Virginia yes. and John Demmer from Kingsley, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. And both of these guys are, are well-known in the barebow community. They've competed yes. against each other in the past. Um, we had Grayson with a first place qualifying score of an 1118, which was uh, 16 points ahead of John Demmer's 1102. And, um, you know, this is another opportunity for titles uh, from the standpoint of records. Yeah. You know, because records for barebow are relatively new. And uh, it seems like every time a barebow uh, competition takes place, there's potential for a new record. It's You've amazing. Got- it's amazing how many records the U.S. barebow folks hold um, in the world. So oh, and it, John Demmer holds a number of those. Yes, absolutely. And he is the 2016 World Archery Field Championship team gold medalist and team silver medalist from 2018 as well. So he, yep. like us, has plenty of uh, field archery experience under his belt. <laughs> that he does. Yeah. And you mentioned Fawn Girard, uh, the only yes. female to make the top eight this year, uh, third uh-huh. place ranking with a great score of 1079. She took silver at the 2018 World Field Championship, uh, bronze team medal from the World Archery 3D Championship of 2019. Now, when it comes to old dogs and experience, <laughs> fourth place, oh boy. Yeah. Here's a guy who's done, done just about everything. Um, Rick, Rick Stonebreaker is who yes. I'm talking about. Yeah, from Texas. From Houston, Texas. Rick has been a fixture in our sport for 40 years. And, um, you know, this guy's got multiple national and world records and recurve and, and bare bow. And I'll bet you he can handle a compound pretty well, too, if he chooses to. I bet he would. No question. Yeah. So Rick is another another fascinating personality in our sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just I, I look out for him, kids, because yep. he's, he's a dangerous guy. Yes. Fifth and sixth are Lee Wilkins of Florida and Dante Buck of Colorado. It, it was um, something where we've seen Lee with some good experience in uh, continental championships. Um, yeah. At the indoor continental mail-in, he uh, placed third. And then Dante Buck uh, earned a bronze USA Archery Achievement Award for his indoor barebow exploits. So somebody mm-hmm. else who's been decorated before absolutely you've got jeff ogilvy of illinois uh yep, and the final shot in the final before as well yeah yep he holds the 50 plus world record for the indoor round of 25 meters as well and then john winkler of uh, north carolina he is your indoor final champion um, of this past year after he upset uh, john demmer you know, it's uh, he he also runs uh, First Flight Archery in North Carolina, and that's a big Joab program, and oh, yeah. um, they're very active in that. And usually, bring a lot of kids, um, so it's it's great. Yeah, he's he's um, solid. I mean, that's number eight, so pretty pretty good uh, field of barebow shooters, no question. Now, the event takes place on Thursday this week as we speak, um, yes. and you're going to have space for spectators. Yes. So for those yep. people who are headed to Louisville to get ready for the NFAA indoor uh, national championship, which is taking place at the uh, a couple days later, tell us what um, 
the layout is like? Sure. So again, we haven't seen the halls, um, but we're basically in hall C, D, and E. Um, the finals venue will be set up um, to where there'll be a side for plenty of spectators, which is great. And so please, yeah, join us. Um, it is in the afternoon. Um, I take a look at the schedule here. Quarterfinals uh, will start at three o'clock Eastern time from what yep. I understand. And then your gold medal matches are scheduled to start at 5 p.m. But the really exciting thing is that you can watch this live no matter where you are. Correct. Because Competition Archery Media, CAM, will be there. Yes. Yes. So one way or the other, tune in. It will be exciting. It'll be a lot of fun to see some great head-to-head -head matches. There is nothing as exciting as just the format of head-to-head. -head. I mean, it... Uh, I don't, I don't care. I mean, you know, Vegas final is exciting, but the head to head is, um, is to me is just incredibly exciting. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty nerve wracking. Uh, so please uh, tune in, check it out. It, this is something where, I mean, for example, 2019, I think we've had somewhere around a million views, um, George for, for that event. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's a it's one of the most widely viewed events, if not the widely the most widely viewed event, um, you know, in archery. So it's uh, pretty cool outside of the Olympic Games, of course, the Paralympic Games. Sure. But it absolutely is a showcase event. And um, again, you know, a substantial prize package, a lot on the line for these shooters. Uh, bragging rights, of course, to be the ultimate champion of the uh, finals for USA Indoors, uh, Indoor Nationals. But with that said, um, there's a lot of other big events coming up this year, and I want to shift gears for a second here and talk to you a little bit about the 2022 World Games, which will be in yes. Birmingham, Alabama, here in the United States. Um, yes. If you haven't bought tickets, um, you can find them. You can go straight to their website, or you can go to uh, USA Archery's website, and um, you'll see it on one of the banner uh, page, you know, um, slides basically um that you can click on and you can you can purchase tickets this us usarchery.org usarchery.org is the website and you can go directly to that information as well absolutely it'll be very exciting and it always is it's going to be incredibly competitive um it's all top shooters straight up um you know so we you know barebo uh, recurve shoots field and again their finals um, will be right there with uh, with fans in the stands and then for a uh, compound, um, they're shooting um, basically 50 meters. So yeah, the, uh, the WA round. You know, the yes. thing about the uh, World Games is it really showcases the sports not featured in the Olympic and Paralympic Games. But, um, you know, that's why we have field archery rather than uh, target archery for the recurves. And of course, the compounds um, get to shoot their normal round. There is a couple of things to keep in mind, um, eligibility and entry requirements um, for those archers who are interested in participating in the World Games. You've got to be registered to USA Archery's uh, what they call their long list by the end of March, by the 29th yes. of March. Incredibly and, important. Yeah. And uh, there's an athlete profile survey that is on the uh, USA Archery website go to the website, look at the eligibility requirements, or you will not be eligible. Correct. And that is not something that we can control. So right. that is, that is something that is um, mandated to us. So 
definitely um, do that so that you can, um, you know, be eligible to participate. So, but the tickets, please show up for that. I mean, it's, if we want to see compound in the Olympic games, this is probably the best way to show that how much we love watching compound. And, uh, you know, we already know the passion that people have with recurve and, and barebow. So we show up for that too. It's just, but let's fill those stands. Um, you know, I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Event. This is the closest thing to an Olympic games you're going to see between now and Los Angeles here in the United States folks, because 100%. the world games is, I mean, you know, Rod, you've shot in the world games I have, and it is yes. right up there with an Olympic games in terms of the atmosphere, the spectator excitement, the, the only difference is the the actual sports that are participated in. We shot field archery in, in yes. the World Games back in the day. Yep. And, um, you know, now you've got still field archery. And that is why the USA Archery Field Nationals will be the team trials for the recurve and barebow uh, in Yankton, South Dakota in May. Correct. Because of the timing of the event. So uh, we need to be able to get the, uh, the entrance to um, the World Games folks. And, right. And, um, and remember, folks, that you not only need to fill out your uh, athlete profile on the USA Archery website, you also need to register for the trials. Yes. And there are direct links to do that at USA Archery's website. Now, for the compound, it's a little different, right, Rod? It is. It is. And, so, there, there, you know, there's the trials. Again, you can see the eligibility and, and who qualifies and and stuff um, on our website for the World Games. So, but basically, Arizona Cup, Arizona Cup yep. is the is the qualifying event, as it were. That's the last. Yeah, that's the last event that'll be used for quali- You know, for the qualification. Yeah, and these folks still yep. need to do their athlete profile and they register, do. right? Yes, uh, but if there's they, no if, separate trials registration. It's it's no. Arizona Cup. Correct. And yep. again, tickets are available for purchase. Um, and there's actually, in fact, a uh, direct email link on USA Archery's website for any archers that have questions about what they need to do, how to qualify, all that sort of thing. Um, they can they can get in touch with your high performance people and get that information. By the way, the tickets are very affordable for um, they're on Ticketmaster, and they are ranging from sixteen dollars to eighty dollars depending on the package of tickets that you buy. Um, very affordable for the level of competition that this thing is going to be bringing. And uh, the dates, Friday, July 8th through Tuesday, July the 12th for the various events. Now, the compound is the 8th and 9th of July. And then you've got the 10th, 11th, and 12th for recurve archery. The finals, of course, are going to be the most popular thing. That's Tuesday, July 12th for the recurves. And you're looking at July uh, 9th for the finals for the compounds. And that's in Birmingham, Alabama, um, accessible to a huge proportion of archery enthusiasts here in the United States. Absolutely. Show up and bring your American flags. You know, let's, let's turn the home field advantage into a true home field advantage. And this will be a televised event. It's going to have coverage from world archery as well as uh, other media entities. And I think that uh, this is going to be something that is going to be, uh, momentous from the standpoint of you know the excitement for our sport this season yes and besides that event which is something very important arizona cups right around the corner coming up very soon a full slate of usa archery qualifying events for usat and for uh, other events anything stand out in your in your mind for the calendar this year rod 
You know, to be honest, the demand, um, that's probably one of the biggest things. I mean, you look at Arizona Cup and um, to be honest, it, it it hurts my soul that there's a waiting list of around 100 people to get an Arizona Cup. Yeah. And, you know, that that hurts uh, because I really, you know, for anybody not to be able to attend. However, you know, the the record attendance for the Arizona Cup was 550. And we are looking at over 750, or you know, this year that are actually in it competing. So we've already smashed the record for attendance for Arizona Cup, and um, and then there's another hundred people that want to go on top of that. So the the demand and, and of people wanting to attend our events is huge, um, and I love seeing that, and it's it's fantastic. It's something that we're going to have to uh, figure out, you know. But it is going to be a very crowded and a very good field of shooters there at Arizona and Gator cup is open too. So I, I highly suggest um, registration for, for those folks, um, you know, get into the Gator cup registration if you're interested in going, because it is, um, there's a good possibility. It may sell out as well. If I'm hearing uh, correctly, then you're saying that if the space were available, you could have had 800 shooters at Arizona cup this year. We could add 850 or more. Yes. That is incredible. It really is. I mean, if you think, Again, four people per target, right? So, you know, cut it in half. So it's 850, cut it in half. So you got, you know, 425 shooters that are shooting at one time. Yeah, you need and over 100. How many targets is that? Yeah, you right? need 100 and something targets. I mean, it's yeah. phenomenal. That's a big um, field. It, it really is. And we, we will be broadcasting um, finals matches at all the USATs this year. So final, um, you know, pay attention to that if you can't make it. Um, and root on, um, you know, your favorites that uh, make it into the uh, gold medal finals because all of those will be broadcast. But that is clearly the lesson to be learned here is uh, enter as quickly, as early as you can, uh, yes. make your plans and and get on it. Because if you're, if you haven't already planned this stuff out, you're kind of behind the curve as it stands right now. Correct. You know, there's one other event that, um, you know, we have, of course, world field championships this year. Yes. Um, which is a passion of mine, obviously. And um, but we also have the world 3D trials and 3D championships. So we that's in London, Kentucky. Uh, we've partnered with ASA um, to put on that event. So if you, um, you know, it's literally first and second of June is when the our, you know, the world 3D trials are going to be taking place. And the ASA uh, event is uh, June 2nd through 5th. So right after that is the ASA. But you know, look up the rules, but go shoot it and represent us in Italy. Uh, to be honest, the venue, I it will be spectacular. I, you know, I believe, George, and you know your geography probably better than me, but that's up in the Pyrenees, isn't it? Yes, it is. And well, uh, no, the Pyrenees is in France, but it's in the uh, oh, Dolomites. There you go, Dolomites. Thank you. Um, if you've never been up there, it's probably one of the most beautiful places in the world. It is just um, gorgeous. It is ridiculous. And the food is so darn good. <laughs> oh, yeah. So go represent USA. Have that on your back and uh, have a good time. But definitely participate in those trials to make that team, um, you know, incredibly important uh, to, you know, show up. I mean, you love 3D. This is a great opportunity for you to go. It is a self-funded team, understand that, but it's not a, a super expensive trip and it uh, you will not regret it. I'm just telling no, you. Absolutely um, agree. Yeah, so that, that, that I'm really looking forward to uh, this year. 
It was only a couple of weeks ago when we saw Team USA bring home two golds to wrap up the World Archery Para Championships. And I want to yes. take a couple of moments to uh, to acknowledge Liz, Leah Coriel um, winning yes. the uh, first USA Women's W1 Para Championship title and the unbelievable Matt Stutzman. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's really cool to see how, you know, how you affect and, and archers don't realize that all the time, especially here in the United States. We don't necessarily realize how many people that that we can truly um, encourage and and um, you know literally influence to shoot. Uh, there's there is um, a worldwide fan base of American archers out there, but more importantly. Um, you know, Matt's got such an incredible story and you look, I mean, there were, there were four armless archers competing in that. And he all of shot, whom were inspired by Matt. By Matt. Exactly. So he shot his gold medal match against somebody who idolized Matt. You know, there, there's nothing better than that. And I know that was a, a big win for Matt. He's gotten close in the past and, and he really wanted that. Um, and it was so great to see him shoot. He shot phenomenal. Um, but he was also, um, you know, a great ambassador. First thing is he's celebrating that he's he's hurrying to do is to to get a hat out to quickly sign it to give to his competitor um, yeah. again, who idolized him. Uh, I saw that. I saw him signing it. It was, it yeah, was just I mean, amazing. Again, he's not. You should be thinking about yourself right there, and he was thinking about others. And and so you know, very hats off to. To Matt um, and congratulating him on, in, in achieving that goal. And then for Leah, um, I mean, this is probably her last um, international event for, for the U.S. And for her to, I mean, she is now ranked number one in the world uh, for W1 women. And um, to win the world championship, I know that meant an awful lot to her. Um, she got so close to winning a medal at the Paralympics and, um, you know, finishing fourth, but I know it meant a lot to her. And the crazy thing is she honestly, and I've talked to her since she really thought she had three more arrows to go. Um, so huh. when, when everybody was telling her that, Hey, you won, she, you can watch in a video. Um, you know, she's like, no, I got more to shoot, you know, kind of thing. She, she truly honestly thought she had three more arrows to go. Um, so pretty exciting, pretty awesome, wonderful lady who has done so much for so many shooters, able-bodied and para alike, um, and inspired an incredible amount of, of young para, um, archers to shoot. So she's uh, one of our biggest uh, recruiting agents. And I look forward to seeing some of those archers, um, at our events here in the future, so. Absolutely, and hopefully um, Leah, who's a United States Army veteran, uh, who right. got a late start to her career, she she'll did. inspire a lot of uh, younger folks to, to take up the sport. Leah didn't pick up archery till she was 50 years old, which is a remarkable right. thing. Right, and she coaches uh, University of Wisconsin lacrosse um, archery team as well, and um, you know, just gives a lot of her time, I mean, to a lot of people. So you, you could not ask for a better representative um, of um, our para-athletes and our athletes overall and, and for the United States of America. Absolutely. Matt and Leah both made us proud in the month of February. Just an amazing, uh, amazing uh, human beings. And uh, yeah, great, great I was jumping there. around my living room. My dogs went and hide underneath the because uh, <laughs> they, they didn't know what I was doing, but I was, I was so excited for them. 
I can only imagine. <laughs> well, Rod, I think you've got a busy week ahead. Thank you for taking the time to join us for uh, this discussion of the USA Indoor Finals, as well as some of the previews of some of the stuff happening uh, as we get into the season. So yes. three lessons, three takeaways. One, get your World Cup, excuse me, get your World Games tickets as yes. soon as you can, because they are going to sell out. Two, if you haven't entered the USAT event of your choice, get on it because they are filling fast. Correct. And three, where's everybody going to park at Arizona Cup? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah, uh, get there early so you can park somewhere close. Otherwise, uh, you may have a little walk or a little shuttle. Um, it's going to be fun to see that many people there. Absolutely. Rod Menzer from USA Archery, I want to thank you for joining us, my old friend, and uh, we'll catch up after this final takes place. I've actually got a plan to have Joe McGlynn on the program because I want to talk to Joe about a number of things. Uh, wouldn't it be great if we get to talk to Joe about a win? <laughs> that would be cool. No question. Us old, us old guys need a break here, Rod. <laughs> the, the youngsters are taking over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this this is going to be fun to watch. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, heading there tomorrow, start to set up, um, and um, should be a, a really nice venue. And uh, we really appreciate the NFA for working with us and 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 helping us out. And I think that really helps keep the cost down for athletes um, because um, the vast majority are staying and competing in the NFA Indoor National Championship. And and my uh, my compliments to Bruce and and the NFA for allowing us to. Um, you know, slide in there uh, just before this event and to, to give us some space to, to hold this. Rod, thanks again. My pleasure. Thank you.